0: Thank you for listening to the Soul City Church podcast. Be sure to follow us on our Facebook and Instagram at Soul City Church. For more information, visit us on our website, soulcitychurch.com. My name
1: is... John, I'm one of the pastors here. And this past week, I actually got the opportunity uh, to do something really cool. My my wife, Erin, and I, last weekend, we headed down to Houston, Texas, to celebrate the bridal shower of one of our best friends in the world. Um, This is a really special moment for us. Uh, Erin, my wife, she's the maid of honor in this wedding. I have the privilege of performing the ceremony. This is one of our closest friends since, like, prepubescent days. We're talking early middle school. Um, This is a friendship that is deep and long and wide. And uh, I don't know if you've ever had this experience before, but it's really, really special when you get to watch a friend of yours go through the process of getting married, especially one that you are as close to as we are to this friend, because Aaron and I, we have gotten to essentially watch this friend go through the entirety of her relationship with her soon-to-be husband. We got to watch and hear kind of the inside scoop of the day that they first met, and she was not very sure about him. We got to hear about the early part of their relationship, which was simultaneously exciting and a little scary. We got to walk with her through some of the really hard and difficult seasons that they went through as a couple. I've gotten to watch our friend take all of these significant steps, and in just a few weeks, we'll get to stand up there with her as they take yet another step together of saying, I do. And last weekend when I was down there and I was reflecting on their relationship story, I started to think about how all relationships at their core are really just a series of yeses. Any type of relationship is really a a series of yeses given from one person to another time and time again. This has proved true in my own life, especially in in my relationship with Aaron, as we've been together the last 14 years or so. It's been a series of yeses. There was her initial yes to me when I asked her out to ice cream when we were still in high school. Uh, There was the yes that she said when I asked her to be my official girlfriend. Uh, there was the yes of the first kiss. There was when, when she first said, I love you to me, I responded with, yes, I love you too. I didn't say yes, I just went straight for the I love you too. I'm not a robot, <laughs> that would be weird. Uh, she said no to me, however, when she broke up with me our senior year of college. Don't worry, I definitely deserved it. Um, but she did eventually say yes to getting back together with me. And then when I asked her to marry me, Yes. When we stood on the altar together, yes. When we talked about starting a family, yes. And then we gave birth to a kid, and all she says is no now. <laughs> that's all she says to us. But, but our relationship has really been built on these yeses. And that's not just romantic relationships. I can think about friendships and mentorships in my life. I can think about familial relationships, even professional relationships, all built on a series of yeses. And something that I've kind of learned and something I've seen to be true along the way is that the direction of your life is in large part determined by where you invest your yes. Like who and what you choose to say yes to, that has a significant impact on where your life goes That has a significant impact on the person that you eventually become. I'm sure you can think about yeses you have made in your own life, even if it's not a yes to a person. Maybe at one point you said yes to a new job. It felt like a risk. You said yes to moving to a new city. Maybe in this year, you're trying to say yes to a new habit, varying degrees of success, but you're trying to say yes to it. Maybe at one point in your life, you had to say yes to having a really hard or crucial conversation with someone that you're in relationship with. But looking back, you can see how the direction of that relationship and the direction of your life, it was changed or it was determined by that yes. Which makes me wonder, with all of us sitting here in church, I wonder this morning, what is the last yes you gave to God? What's the last yes you said in your faith journey? For some of you, that yes was saying yes to coming to church today. Maybe that's part of your natural rhythm. For others of you, that yes felt a little bit bigger. That yes actually felt a little bit harder because of where you're at in your life right now. But you said yes to God. For others of you, maybe last week, you, you many of you, actually hundreds of you, said yes to joining a table here at Soul City. If, you, if you're not familiar, tables is what we call our small groups. And what happened for hundreds of folks in our church last week, we saw this, is that people felt God inviting them to find or form community by, by starting or joining a table, and hundreds of people just said yes. You see, just like the yeses in our lives are yeses to God, They matter. They matter a lot. Because something that I know about your life, and because it's true about my life as well, is that regardless of where you might find yourself this morning in terms of faith, and we have people all over the map, whether you're someone who's been all in with Jesus for years, or maybe you're someone who is just starting to explore all of this. But regardless of where you might find yourself this morning on that journey, one thing that I know is that one of the main things that has brought you to where you are today is your willingness to say yes to God. It's it's your willingness to find the faith within you to say yes to whatever it is that God has placed in front of you. And to to understand what I'm talking about today, we're actually gonna look at a story from one of my favorite books in the New Testament, from the book of Acts. And so if you would, if you're in this room, you can go ahead and grab a Soul City Bible. If you're on the floor here, it should be right under the seat in front of you. And you can turn that to Acts chapter eight. Acts chapter eight. If you're worshiping with us online, we're so glad that you're here. You can find your own Bible, open up a tab, Acts chapter eight. In the Soul City Bible, that's on page eight. 90. Uh, If it's been a while, maybe since you've spent a little time in the book of Acts, let me remind you, this book that we're looking at, it takes place, the stories within it, take place directly after Jesus has has resurrected and ascended to the Father. And, And what happens in the book of Acts is we hear all of these stories about the good news of Jesus, the way of Jesus, beginning to spread far and wide throughout the ancient world. And specifically, this happened through a group of people called the apostles. And one of those apostles was a man named Philip. And Philip is where our story starts today. Acts chapter 8, I'm going to start reading in verse 26. It says this, Now an angel of the Lord said to Philip, what's the next word? Go. Go south to the road, the desert road that goes down from Jerusalem to Gaza, So he started out. Stop right there. We already have our first yes in the story. Did you see it? The angel of the Lord says to Philip, Go south down the road. Very vague instructions. But Philip doesn't question. Philip doesn't hem and haw. Philip doesn't try and negotiate for more information before he starts. No. The spirit of God through the angel invites Philip to something and Philip's immediate response is yes. Sometimes the yes that God wants for us is as small as go take a walk. Sometimes actually God's next invitation for your life is as minimal and seemingly insignificant as go say hi to that person. Start a conversation. Make the phone call walk through the doors, attend that event. You see, I think faith is, not, faith is not only formed in our lives through the big, you know, life-altering yeses that we say to God. But faith is often forged in the small and seemingly insignificant decisions, the small yeses that we make day to day. And we have no idea the ripple effect that our small yeses will have on the larger story that God is writing, both in our lives and in the lives of others. We have no idea what God might be doing, and neither did Philip. So we're going to keep reading now. And now that you've seen one yes in the story, I want you to keep your eyes open to see what other yeses you might find there. Can you do that for me? I only have like three yeses in this room right now. Has no one been listening? All right, let's read. Here we go. I'm going to keep reading in verse 27. So he, Philip, started out and on his way, he met an Ethiopian eunuch an important official in charge of all the treasury of the Kendake, which means queen of the Ethiopians. This man had gone to Jerusalem to worship and on his way home was sitting in his chariot reading the book of Isaiah the prophet. The spirit told Philip, go to that chariot and stay near it. Again, very specific spirit, thank you. Then Philip ran up to the chariot and heard the man reading Isaiah the prophet. Do you understand what you are reading? Philip asked. How can I? He said, unless someone explains it to me. So he invited Philip to come up and sit with him. This is the passage of scripture that the eunuch was reading. He was led like a sheep to the slaughter, and as a lamb before its shearer is silent, so he did not open his mouth. In his humiliation, he was deprived of justice. Who can speak of his descendants? For his life was taken from the earth. The eunuch asked Philip, tell me, please, who is the prophet talking about, himself or someone else? Then Philip began with that very passage of scripture and told him the good news about Jesus. As they traveled along the road, they came to some water and the eunuch said, look, here is water. What can stand in the way of my being what? Baptized. And he gave orders to stop the chariot. Then both Philip and the eunuch went down into the water and Philip baptized him. So we already have Philip's first yes to start walking down the road. But we also have the Ethiopian's yes to go and worship in Jerusalem. Then a yes to stop his journey and encounter God through scripture by reading the prophet Isaiah. Philip then says yes to the spirit whispering, why don't you go on over there and stand by that cart for a minute, see what happens. Philip says yes. Then the Ethiopian, did you notice the Ethiopian says yes to humility? To honesty and curiosity by admitting, I don't understand what I'm reading. wonder how many of us could say that yes when we're engaging with Scripture. Philip then says yes to engaging in the conversation. He says yes to an opportunity to share the good news of Jesus with this person. And it is implied that the Ethiopian responded to that by saying yes to following Jesus because the next yes we see him make is baptism. And the tradition in the ancient early church was exactly the same tradition that we have today, that once you have said yes to Jesus, the next step is to declare that through baptism. So I don't know if you notice, this is a pretty short story overall, only takes up about 12 verses or so. But even in a story as short as this, there's all these different yeses to God that these two characters are making. And we watch as yes compounds on yes, compounds on yes. All of a sudden transformation and life change starts to burst forth. And it didn't all happen in one moment. But again, it happened through the small yeses. The larger story God was writing happened through each of these characters finding the faith within themselves to simply say yes to the next thing God placed in front of them. Which brings me to my very simple question for you all today. What is your next yes to God? What's the road God has invited you to walk down right now? What's the conversation God is inviting you to start? What is the thing that has been on your mind? Maybe it's been on your heart and you've been really skeptical of it. Maybe you would even admit that you've been kind of scared of it. But you know deep down at a soul level, this is a divine invitation. God is asking you to simply say yes. For a few people, several people here today, they've already said their next yes because they're here to be baptized. I don't know if you know this, but it's Baptism Sunday here at Soul City, and it's going to be a party. We have some folks here who have said yes to Jesus, and then they have said yes to baptism, just like the Ethiopian In the story, they are going to declare publicly their yes to Jesus today. I wonder what your next yes might be. For some of you, maybe it's to say yes to Jesus for the first time. Maybe you've said, if you look back at your life recently, you've said some small yeses to God. You've said yes to a friend's invitation to come to church at one point. You've said a few yeses to maybe engaging in things of faith, maybe for the first time or for the first time in a long time. You've said a few small yeses to God, but you've yet to really make a commitment. You've yet to say, God, I'm all in. You've yet to say, God, I believe you have already said yes to me. I believe that through a relationship with Jesus, you want to transform my life, and so I say yes to that relationship. I want to point out something in the story that maybe you didn't see before, but there is a yes that is not included in this story. It came before this story, and without that yes, this story never happens. And that is that at some point, many months or maybe many years before this, at some point, Philip himself said yes to Jesus for the first time. At some point, Philip went all in with God And in Acts chapter 8, we get to see the implications that his yes had on his life and the lives of others. And I just can't help but wonder this morning if maybe there's some Phillips in this room. I just wonder if maybe there's some people here today in and through whom God actually wants to do incredible things. In and through whom God wants to transform and change the lives of others. The minute you are willing to say that yes to Jesus... And if you're here this morning and you know saying yes to Jesus, either for the first time or maybe saying yes again, renewing that yes, if you know that is your next yes today, I want to give you an opportunity to say that yes. But, but before we do, I also want to give you all the opportunity to hear the story of someone in our community whose faith I admire very, very much. I want you to hear Destiny's story of baptism and her yeses to God. And then I'll be up in just a minute to lead us through a prayer and to send us into baptism.
0: My name's Destiny. I'm from Chicago, born and raised in Garfield Park and Humboldt Park. For fun, I'm in basketball. I'm on the girls varsity team. I'm always playing basketball all the time. I have like a million basketballs in my room right now. My faith experience has been a roller coaster. I've always been a pastor's kid until I was 10 and then we came to Soul City. Students got me to learn a lot of new faces and make new friends. And now I'm a high schooler, I'm 14 in students and my faith journey has grown so much in the past four years just at Soul City. I've just met so many new people that have formed my faith journey and have had so many ups and downs, but every time I would turn around, God would be there. Before, when I was a kid, I was, I wouldn't wanna say scared, but I was like, the thought of God was kind of nerve-wracking because of the way he was taught to me. But once I got to Soul City, and the way they changed my mindset about him god isn't someone to be scared of god is someone to be loved with and loved by the turning point was 2022 winter camp i know i always want to get baptized but i didn't fully know it then the day i decided to do it i told annie and steve and they were like we're doing it and they all texted Andrea and we were like so excited so Andrea was like I'm gonna baptize her she like dipsed me in front of everyone it was embarrassing but she she baptized me and I was getting baptized with a friend deciding to do it and have all those people on your side is just like amazing when you come out of the water it's just perfect like It's like all these people are staring at you and cheering for you. You don't even know half those people. And sometimes you're like, who are these people? When I look back at the videos, but they're so proud of you. And they believed in you when you don't even know them. Baptism is a big step, but it's a good big step. It's like the first man on the moon, but like not. Even that water, it's... Just because it's like Michigan water doesn't mean it's still not touched by God. And it's like I'm touched by God every day. My friends are touched by God every day. And the day I got baptized, my friends were touched by God that day. And they their mindset had to change just a little bit about God, the way I changed.
1: Did you hear all the, all the yeses in, in Destiny's story? And I just have to call out Tito and Jeanette, her parents. Their, their yes preceded her yes. It was their yes to Jesus many, many years ago. It was their yes to step outside of their comfort zone and, and go to a new church. It, it was Destiny's yes to engage here at soul city she didn't necessarily have a choice of where to go to church she did have a choice whether to engage here or not it was her yes to go to winter camp all of these yeses that lead to baptism and did you hear what she said about baptism it's been sticking with me all week that in the astronaut line (laughs) but what she said about baptism is baptism is a big step but it's a good big step and she's so right she nailed it Better than I ever could. Baptism is a big step. Baptism is a public declaration of your yes to Jesus. It is a big step. But I can't think of a better big step to take. And I just wonder if maybe that one line is exactly what you needed to hear today. More than anything that I've said, that baptism is a big step, but maybe it's a good big step for you to take today. Because like I said, we have some folks who have pre-registered to be baptized today. And we are so, if you're one of those folks, listen. I'm hyped to celebrate with you. But before we move to that, something we believe here is that the Spirit of God does not just move through a well-thought-out pre-registration form. But the Spirit of God can invite anyone to anything in a moment in an instant, whether you were planning on it or not. And so if you are here today, and when you hear that question that I asked, what is your next yes to God? And you see these tanks up here, and you hear Destiny's story, and you hear us talk about baptism and a public declaration of your yes to Jesus. If you know that baptism is your next yes today, we want you to get baptized today. Whether you were planning on it or not, Now, whenever we kind of give this spontaneous invitation for people to be baptized, even if they didn't register, there's always a whole bunch of red flags and questions that pop up in people's minds. So I always like to address a few of them. One question that often pops up for people is what if I've been baptized before? Maybe you grew up in a tradition where you were baptized as a child or as an infant. And and my guess is that your parents or your guardian, whoever baptized you when you were younger, did so with the hope and intention that one day you would find and follow Jesus for yourself. And so our belief is that you being baptized today, you making this choice today, doesn't disrespect or cancel what your parents did, but rather by choosing to be baptized today, you are actually fulfilling that original intention and hope. Another question that often pops into people's minds is what if I didn't come prepared? John, you mentioned that there would be water. I wore my fancy wool winter sweater today, those two things are not going to agree. I understand that, but hear me when I say our baptism team has all of that taken care of. I kid you not when I say they have everything you could possibly need and more. They have extra clothes in every size. They have extra towels. They have extra hair products of every kind. Listen, you might leave here looking better than you came. If you might just decide to get baptized just to get a glow up today. No, please don't. Please don't. But seriously, our team, what they've done is they've gone ahead of you and they have thought of everything. They have taken care of everything so that nothing could stand in your way of being baptized today. Or maybe your question is a little bit more simple, a little bit more fundamental. Maybe you're just like, John, how do I really know? Like, how do I actually know if baptism is for me? The simplest way that I know how to say it is if you have said yes to Jesus, baptism is your next yes. If you have said yes to a transforming relationship with Jesus in your life, whether it was 20 years ago or 20 minutes ago, and you have not yet been baptized, this right now here today is your next yes to Jesus. And hear me from experience, I can say there's no better time than now to say your next yes. There's no better day than today. Take a note from the Ethiopian who said, look, Here is water. We got tanks here. You've said yes to Jesus. What could stand in the way? We got extra clothes for you. What could stand in the way? We have people ready to walk you through the whole process. What could stand in the way? We're going to have beautiful music and lights and atmosphere behind you. What could stand in the way of you saying your next yes to God today? And so right now, if you're in this room, I want to invite you to stand if you're able. And... Before I release the folks who are gonna be baptized to go get baptized, I I wanna lead a moment and provide an opportunity for anyone in this room who has not said yes to Jesus. Because remember, the the thing that comes, the yes that comes before the yes of baptism is a yes to Jesus. And so if you've never said yes to Jesus and you're ready to today, or maybe maybe you have said yes before, maybe when you were a kid or or many years ago, you, you were kind of all in with God, But since then, your life has maybe drifted in a bunch of different directions. And you want to use today as a way to mark, God, I'm coming back. I'm coming back home. I'm saying yes again. If your yes is actually a yes again or a yes for the first time, if you're ready to say yes to Jesus today, I want to invite you to pray a prayer along with me. And when I say amen at the end of that prayer, that is your cue. If you are getting baptized today. When I say amen, you can go out those doors and our team is going to walk you through every single step of the process. Okay? We all we're all in on this. We know the plan. When I say amen, whether you pre-registered or a registration happened in your heart while I was talking, and you're going to start out down the road. When I say amen, you can head out those doors to be baptized today. And so I I invite you to take a posture of prayer we often take around here, just with your palms facing up. This is a physical way to say, God, I'm surrendered to you. God, I say yes to your will. And right now, I just wanna invite anyone who has not said yes to Jesus or who is maybe ready to say yes again. I wanna invite you to just repeat this simple prayer after me in your own mind and heart. You can just simply pray, Jesus, I say yes to you. I confess the times where I've said no. I confess the seasons where I've turned away from you. I'm all in. Jesus, I say yes to you. And God, I thank you for every single yes that was just spoken in this room. I thank you for every single yes that we are going to see publicly declared through baptism. And right now, I specifically want to pray for anyone who is still on the fence, anyone who's still feeling a resistance or an obstacle. God, I pray that you would part the waters. I pray that you would remove the obstacle. I pray that you would move anything that is in our way, anything that is standing in the way of our yes. God, would we find it within ourselves? Would your spirit move within our hearts? To, nothing should keep us from saying yes to you. Because you have already said yes to us You are dependable, God We can trust in you We can trust that when we say yes to you You will bring more and more and more goodness and beauty into our lives And so right now, God, I pray that the people of Soul City We would be a people of faith And to be a people of faith Means to be a people who every time God knocks on the door Every time God calls Every time God moves We say yes And so right now, we say yes to you, God We say yes to you, Jesus We say yes to you, Holy Spirit and it is in your powerful transformative name that we pray amen 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 listen that was the amen that's the cue if you are ready to be baptized today look here is water do not wait we cannot wait to celebrate with you as we all together say and sing yes to Jesus let's sing together